into Jackie's Quilting Chronicles, episode number 44. As you know, last month I came back after almost a year hiatus, and I know I got a lot of emails uh, thanking me for coming back, and I hope you had a chance to listen to the last podcast from Alyssa Lickner, um, Pile of Fabric. Uh, if you haven't, go back and listen to it, episode 43, but today I've got a special guest again. I've had Marie Bostwick with me, and I've had her for other podcasts as well. Uh, if you haven't listened to those, you need to go back into iTunes and pull them on up and listen to them. But today, Marie is sitting with me, and we're talking about her brand new book that's due out on April 29, right? That's right. Correct. Well, and if you're not familiar with Marie, um, Marie has written a series of books called Cobble Court um, Quilts, and there's five. Right. This is actually the sixth. Six. A part of six. the seams okay. is the sixth. So this is the new book, A Part of the Seams. Prior to this book, it was Between Heaven and Texas. Between Heaven and Texas. But that really, that's sort of a prequel to the series. So I don't consider that to be specifically part of the series. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like, it's almost a spinoff yep. in a way. Yeah, yeah. So, so... I have a couple questions before we actually get to talk about a part of the seams, just because I want to know. Okay. And I think other people will want to know too. So you you put out quite a few books, and they seem to come out relatively quickly, I, I think. Um, how long does it take you to write one of these books? It takes a whole year. And mm. then once you write it, how long does it take them for... To publish. It, it pretty much goes to the publisher for most of a year too. Mm -hmm. So um, it's really whole process is about two years from the time I get an idea mm -hmm. to when you are seeing it. It's just about two years. Okay. So this book, a part of the seams, actually started about two years ago. I think so. Yeah. You know, it all becomes sort of a blur at, mm -hmm. at some point, and um, it, it is it is hard to remember. I don't know the exact date, and of course. Books go through the idea that I start with. It changes so much during the process mm -hmm. of writing. And this book particularly, this was very challenging. Uh, I actually did about eight rewrites on this book. It was really a lot tougher than I thought it would be. When you say a rewrite, though, are you rewriting the entire book or are you rewriting portions of the book? I pretty much on this one, I, I think I was around 180 pages mm -hmm. and I just trashed it. Are you kidding <laughs> me? No, and started over. And That's then, a lot of time and hours that you've put into it in the first place and then trashing it totally. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. It was... But it wasn't, you know, the concept I had wasn't working. It was still the same characters and things, but I just had to give it a, a totally fresh take. I had to start over from almost page one. Um, and then this book has required a lot of, you know, real... Re for one thing, you know, this book has two characters in mm -hmm. it, Gala, yeah. and then, who is a brand new character in yeah. Cobble Court, and then Ivy, yeah. who we've seen before. Well, originally, I had planned for it to be a one-character book. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until about my fourth rewrite that I realized something was missing, and the thing that was missing was I needed Another a second <laughs> voice. You know, I mean, yes. the other characters were there. Right, right. But I really needed, in this instance, a second voice. And it's very difficult to weave in that story. Mm -hmm. So, again, it almost required me starting all over again. Right. Um, so this one was more than most. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, all that work was worth it. Right. Well, I know that uh, I know a few 
people myself who are very anxious to uh, see the book in their hands um, and read the book because they're faithful followers, as am I, um, because I really enjoy the book. So kind of if, if somebody's new listening in, in, listening into the podcast today, can you kind of go from your first, what was the first book in the series? Here, are wait, you kidding me? Just, no, 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 no. I just, wanted, I just want you to name the books. I just want you to name the books so that they oh, know. I was like, America, you don't, no, America yeah. does not want me to like read Go, all no, of no, no, no. all the books. No. Well, okay, so the series, and you know, I do want to answer a question you haven't asked me, but I get it all the time. Okay. People always want to know. Do you have to read the books in order? And right. you really don't. Right. Now. That's true. There are people who just, it will make them insane if it they may, that's, don't. I'm one of those people. I know. I'm one of those people. But, I like to read them in order. But I am <laughs> telling you, every single time I have a new book come out, I have people who start for the first time in that book and they write to me and they didn't, you know, they Miss didn't anything. feel like I didn't understand what's going on. Right. I felt like I came into the middle of the movie. There were inside jokes. I just don't let that happen right. to my readers. I will not allow that to happen. So if, you know, don't worry if you haven't read the other books, you can start with this one and it'll be fine and you're going to love right. it. And right. then you're going to go back and want right. to read the other. Right. And, and, and I mean, and that, that also, I mean, like you had mentioned before, Between Heaven and Texas is kind of like, it's a kinda, standalone, kinda, it's a standalone, but it kind of ties some things back into, you know, some of the character. It and, does. A little bit. It doesn't. It doesn't because the character in there, Mary Dell, yes. who does kind of flit in and out of the Cobble right. Court books. It's right. really about her. It takes, that story takes place in Texas, right. not in New right. England. That's right. And it happens about 30 years before she yeah. ever meets and any it was, of those it was people. I loved that book. It was fabulous. I was very so, happy with that one yeah. too, I have to yeah. say. And I, and I think readers... Um, have really, really liked that book. There's been, of course, one or two people who were, you know, oh, I wish it had been a cobble court. Well, you can't write the same book over and right. over again. Right. Um, so, right. you know, but I think over the overwhelming, I, I, just the other day we reached on Between Heaven and Texas, 155 star ranking ratings on Amazon. Wow. Yes. And That's I don't, excellent. and I don't, you know, I don't go Ask out and say, people. no, I don't instigate ratings one thing I just want to know I want to yeah. know what people really sure. feel sure feedback I, I I agree with you feedback on any level is good for you as an individual as a writer because you're you're hearing what people want you're, are looking at and they're they like it or they dislike and it helps right. you as a writer well I think most of the time though I just want to know their general feel sometimes people sure. get into little details yeah. of things True. and it's like yeah no you want to know that kind of stuff if you're buying like a camera online there you, you want to know the little details not so much the uh, on right. the book <laughs> well and I also you know it's another thing so many so many times this is for all of you out there if you're doing this don't do you know don't spoil the story for other people, please, when right. you do your review. That's true. I Talk agree with you. Talk about the book in general, but right. not the plot specifically. Right, I agree. A review agree. is different than a book report. Sure, sure, absolutely. So absolutely. anyway, okay, let's so get you, back to what you asked yeah, me an yeah, hour and a half tell, ago. Yeah. <laughs> tell us the titles of the other books. So the first book in the Cobble Court series is called A Single Thread. And that is where it opens. It's in a little town in New England that I've made up called Newburn, Connecticut, which is oddly like Litchfield, Connecticut, mm -hmm, where I much. happen to live. <laughs> uh, but it's not entirely town. like it. Yes. And yeah. it starts out really with a woman named Evelyn um, who was living in Texas, gets a divorce, 
ends up coming to New England and she kind of resurrects this old dream of opening a quilt shop. Mm -hmm. And that really, you know, the shop is sort of the main character Mm -hmm. in a way. It is where, because so often people will say, well, Marie, how can you write a novel about quilting? And my answer is, you can't. Um, a novel about quilting would right. be boring. Pretty, I agree with you. It would be pretty boring. It it's would the be, characters that make it's it. It's the characters. Yeah. So the quilting, you know, it, it, probably half of my readers don't quilt, don't want to, and that's fine. Yeah. The quilting is the means by which the characters come together. Right. So that's what's important about that. So that's where it starts off um, with a single thread. And there's also another big character in there, Abigail, who's mm-hmm. one of my very favorite mm-hmm. characters. I love a good curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. And Abigail is a curmudgeon, a very rich curmudgeon with a heart of gold, mm-hmm. and she's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the next book in the series is called A Thread of Truth, mm-hmm. and that yep. actually is a, a good one. That's where we first meet Ivy, who, in fact, is reappearing now in um, A Part at the Seams. Which is the new book. Which is the new book. She then is just a very young mother, about 26 years old, and she is fleeing an abusive marriage and ends up in New Bern. And working at the quilt shop, but she hasn't told anybody what her is really going on in her life. So she's right. keeping a secret. Right. Um, the third book is, uh, I'm looking at the thing. I should know these. I'd be actually, I'm trying to read it. I could just tell you better. Is a, the third book was A Thread So Thin. And this is where one of the characters, um, Liza, who is a young 20-something, and I wrote this because I know so many 20-somethings in my life, and I love them, and they are the most indecisive people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just have a really, they're so, um, I think that this generation of young people is so worried about the future in ways that you and I well, they're weren't. still feeling their way around. Sure, sure. But, still I, but I think that still... they're, I think they more than our generation um, which makes us sound so old. I'm not that old. I'm still pretty cute. Um, but yes, yeah, she is. But I think that when you and I, we were just, we just showed up at some college and we went, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. we kind of That's tried true. some things. Here, I think this generation is so much more worried that if they don't make the exact right decision about mm. their college, their you know relationships, their career, that their life will be ruined. Yeah. And so that's sort of yeah. what she's dealing yeah. with. Um, so that's kind of. It was an homage to my 20-something friends. Mm-hmm. And then the next book, number four, was Threading the Needle. Um, that was an interesting book in which I brought in two brand-new characters. One, um, and, it, and it was kind of a book about finances in mm-hmm. a way, about having what it could mean to have too much money mm-hmm. and what it could mean to have not enough. Mm-hmm. And in that book, we have two old friends who um, grew up in New Bern together, each went their separate ways, and now they're just about 50 years old. Mm-hmm. One has returned to New Bern because she wants to, and one has returned to New Bern because she's got nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked that book. I, I, like, yeah, I like that one, too. I that thought was that good, one that very well. It and was. then the, the cobble court number five was Ties That Bind. Um, and Ties That Bind it was, I think, well, I, I've just felt the last... All the last few books, especially, they've all been very strong. I love, I do love this series. Mm-hmm. Um, so that went t- and talked a lot about Margot, who appeared yep. in the first book, who um, is just the dearest, most wonderful. She's so, she's so, like sweet. You mm-hmm. almost can't believe how sweet she is, but she really is like that. And I know a couple of people who, who you know, you meet them and they're so darling, and you think. 
there's got to be something going on. You know, yeah. they're hiding something, and yeah. they're not. They're just yeah. darling. That's just the way they are. If they told a lie, their tongue would snap off yeah. their mouth, these people, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so she's very dear, but she's 40 years old, and she's never married. And that was not what she wanted. Yeah. So this is kind of dealing with those questions of singleness and marriage and um that so many people go yeah, through yeah. so that's kind of the yeah. recap there and you then go. and then after that was between heaven and texas between heaven and, and texas and now a part of the scene now a part of the scene which we like to talk a little bit about let's do yes so um can you kind of set you initially you said when you started writing it before you trashed trashed it four times you had right. one character which character was it that you had initially? The character I had initially, and that stayed in, was Gala. Mm-hmm. Um, Gala is about, I'm trying to remember, Gala's, I think, 47, about then, mm-hmm. married to this very wonderful man who she adores um, named Brian. He is British, and they kind of met when they went off. You know, she went off for, to have a wild adventure um, in London when she was just in college, and she sort of wandered into this club and saw this adorable guy playing a guitar who had kind of great hair. Mm. Well, how many marriages have been started by, you know, great hair and a (laughs) guitar, Mm -hmm. really? So she was 18 and off they go and they ended up having twins and living in New York. And and she thinks her life is really great. And it is. She's, um, uh, She's a college admissions counselor, but like for hire. So um, she's the so if your child is going to college and you want somebody to help them with that process, that's what Gala does. Right. So she'll help you find you know find the right college and work on the essays and all. We of know that nothing stuff. about that. By we the know way. nothing. <laughs> about that. No. Mine are mine. Have, my work there is done. So yeah, I've yeah, done my part. Yeah. So um so that's what's going on with Gala, except her world gets absolutely turned upside down when she accidentally stumbles upon. Um, a, she just, it, you know, you know when sometimes you're messing around in the computer and it does things you don't oh, expect yeah. it to, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the swirling rainbow wheel of death, That's, as yes, I call it, I know, <laughs> it just goes around in that circle, mocking you yes. endlessly. Well, that's happening to her one day, and she's trying to find something. Very busy day, of course, because she's a real worker bee. Um, and all of a sudden, when it stops swirling, up pop all of these memos that she didn't mean to. She accidentally got into kind of an archive of her husband's, because uh, they're sharing the computer, I think, and, uh, and and she finds, among other things, a memo that he wrote her several months before saying he was unhappy. Yeah. He thought she was unhappy too. He wanted a divorce and also admitting to a brief affair. Well, that's a pretty That's difficult. when her world comes crashing down. Everything she thinks... She knows, you know, it's like it changes her whole history. Sure. Not just what's going forward, but how she looks at her past history. Yep. So the other character, other than Gala, is? Ivy. Um, And Ivy now, you know, she's been in New Bern. Her her abusive husband has been in prison for some while. He got convicted in the other book. Her children are growing. She is dealing with being about 30 years old. Um, And... You know, trying to go to college, trying to hold down a job, trying to raise two kids. I bet there are people out there who can relate to this. I think all women mm-hmm. relate to being having way too many plates that they're supposed to keep spinning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and it's especially true yep. for this young mother. And at the same time, she's just starting to sort of feel a lack in her personal life. She'd like to go ahead and do more things in her career. 
but she knows she needs to get more education to do that, but she doesn't have time or money to take more than one college class at the community mm -hmm. college a semester. Mm -hmm. So it's taken her three years to become mm -hmm. finally a sophomore. Mm -hmm. So she's looking at another nine years <laughs> before getting her degree, which to her, yeah. of course, feels, you know, you and I know yeah. that you get to be 40 in two seconds. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. But it feels like forever. And then she's also starting to kind of, she really is wary of men, and you can understand why, but at the same time, it's hard to be alone. And the friends that she had counted on so much in, in the quilt shop, in the quilt circle, who are still there for her, though, are starting, they have very busy lives. They yep. have husbands, mm -hmm. and she's kind of the last bachelorette standing, in a mm -hmm. way. So um, explain to us how the two of them in the book kind of get intertwined through, throughout the book. Oh, gosh. Well, without um, giving away too without much, giving obviously. Away too much. Well, um, really what happens is it's really through Gala. Ivy is sort of there in, you know, doing her regular thing mm. in the quilt shop, doing her work, um, being with her friends, being also very busy. She also works kind of part-time at a, a thing called the Stanton Center, which is a shelter for women. But mm -hmm. this is the, they actually, there's a section called New Beginnings, and it's mm -hmm. to try and help women kind of improve in their careers and get launched after escaping an abusive relationship or marriage. Um, so she's, she's very busy, and Gayla is off doing her own thing. Gayla decides that this time in her life, maybe it's time to kind of, kind of clear the decks, look at everything, try some new things. And she sort of, she tells kind of a lie one day. It's not to try and explain why she's, because she has a weekend house right. in the country. Right. So to sort of explain why she's there, she tells people she's on a sabbatical, <laughs> which isn't really true, but she doesn't want to give away too much of her personal life. Um, so then she starts to think, you know what, maybe this is a good idea. So she makes a rule that she will try new things. Mm -hmm. And when she meets one of the members of the quilt circle in the locker room at the gym where she has just spent the longest eight minutes of her life yeah. in, in a Zumba trampoline <laughs> class, uh, that turned out to be a new thing yeah. that wasn't good. Yeah. Um, that's how she meets, you know, the, the people in the quilt circle. She ends right. up going to the shop and they invite her into, um, you know, into the space. And at first she's very wary but in time, she she has to make a decision to mm -hmm. open up or not open up mm -hmm. about what's really going on in her life. Mm -hmm. And so Ivy is there for all of that. Um, and Ivy, of course, Ivy has some needs, too. She's trying to figure out how she can do more college and things like that. Well, Gayla's a good advisor on those mm -hmm. kinds of things. So, you know, like so many times, um, Gayla has a need. Ivy has a need, mm -hmm. and they're able to support each mm -hmm. other and get mm -hmm. through that. What, when, when you, it's funny, what came into my head when you first started talking about Ivy a few minutes ago mm -hmm. was the scene in the, the one book um, where um, there, she had gone out to her car and, and, and the, all the gals came out wielding rotary, <laughs> rotary cutters. cutters to, yes. And I, when I, I remember reading that part and it stuck out in my head because I had to chuckle because I could so see absolutely you know your friends coming around you and using those as weapons against somebody. Well and, and anybody who is a quilter, I've actually, you know, that's a scene. It it sort of is funny, but it's also it's a very dangerous sure, scene. Sure, absolutely. Her life is in danger. Yep. Her husband has found her. Um, and it's, it is a dangerous moment for her. And if they hadn't come when yeah. they did, it would have gone very badly. Yeah. But I'd actually gone to book signings with people who aren't quilters who yeah. said, come on, yeah, come well, on. And I, I it, brought them over it, and I said, excuse me, 
can, you know, Miss Quilt Shop owner, could you give me a 60 millimeter mm-hmm. rotary cutter and let me pull the, because you and I know some of our friends oh, yeah. have been seriously oh, yeah. injured by rotary Really, cutters. really, in, yes. Put yeah, your yes. safety the, on, girls. Exactly. Or, or lock it in place. And yes. if you put it down, make sure that you've retracted that blade. That's right. So. That's right. <laughs> Actually, I should have said. Girls and guys. Yes, and guys. So Absolutely. our guy quilters, forgive I have, me. That was... I just finished up teaching a retreat this weekend, and there was a, a, a gentleman in the retreat this weekend. Well, do so you know, I teach quite a few. It, I think, has changed a lot even oh, yeah. in the last few years. Now, I, I speak at a fair number of guilds. Mm-hmm. I don't do it yep. constantly. But if I'm at a guild of any size during the last three years, there's almost always at least oh, one uh, man oh, in yeah. the group, which is yeah. great. And, the, and, and you know, the interesting thing, and I know we're kind of getting off topic here, but the interesting thing that I, that I find is that um, a lot of wives are getting their husbands interested in it. And yes. that was the, the case for this gentleman that was in my retreat this weekend. His wife kind of threw down the gauntlet and said, he, he had said he had seen my quilt hanging in the shop and asked his wife if she was going to make it. And she said, no, but if you would like to make it, I think you should. How and, great. Um, he, he came, she, she picked out all the fabrics because she's much better with color. He okay. ad- admittedly so. But he took off. He was, he was fabulous. That's, fabulous, fabulous. And I great. have other friends, uh, husbands and wives that quilt together. Oh no! They love it. It's it. It really is something I have seen. You know, I've been doing this for a while now, and really, I would say the last <clears throat> three years, a lot of men, a lot of men are lot coming men. in, which is great. You're well, yeah. and you know what's so funny is so often in that guild, if there's a guy in that, he because you know men, men, men turn it into a full contact sport. Yeah. It's like they'll come up and they've got oh yeah four things for show and tell yeah. since yeah. the four things oh, they had yeah. last month. Oh yeah, they're so they're yeah. just they take it on like a job. I, I'm still trying to get my husband into it. I don't think that'll ever happen. But you never know. <laughs> he totally appreciates it all, and but, that's good. Yeah, which is a good thing. But but it's but it's true. Um, but anyway, back to a part of the scene. Oh, right. So yeah, yeah. We, which we were talking. We could talk about Marie and I can talk about a lot of things. So this For a could, long this pod. Yes, this podcast could go on and on and on and but on. But we won't allow right. that. So prior to us starting to record the podcast, you um, were we were talking about Ivy. Yes. And you were you actually read me a little excerpt. Now before before we go to the excerpt that you read me. Um, one of the things that um, I had uh, I had asked Marie, just for all of you people who don't necessarily like to hold a book in your hands and you do audio books and stuff, I, one of the things that I asked Marie is if all her books are on audio, and your answer was... Yes. All of the cobbled court books and Between Heaven and Texas have been recorded on audio. And I know a lot of people like to listen to books in their car. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people who craft like to listen, especially to quilting or crafting oh, novels. Oh, absolutely. While, while they, they're... It's like it's, it's because being, they can read and quilt at the same this time. This is it. They're yeah. immersed in the world yep. of it, you know, so yep. that's fun. So, yeah, all of my books. Usually um, the audio books come out... A little later. later, I think this audio version of a part of the seams is going to be offered. And um, Brilliance is my my audio publisher for this one. Um, I think it's not coming out till July, okay. is what I heard. now. I know one of the big one of the big um, applications for audiobooks is Audible.com. 
And are they and are I they believe, available? Online? I believe yes. I believe okay. that's how you can do that. And you can get, but you can get the audible books. Can you get them like on a DVD, like through the library or something like that? Oh yeah, and that's you know libraries are a big big uh, customer for audio okay. books. Okay. So you can certainly ask. I mean, I don't know if they'll be at your yeah, particular sure. library, but, but I would imagine too. Audio books are also. I would think. See, I don't do. I love holding a book in my hand and cracking that spine open. I agree. And I love that. So I don't even own like a Kindle or anything. And I know. Uh, you know, Kindle, iPad, whatever, however your format you use it. But I'm imagining, too, that your books are also available on Amazon for download for Kindle. No? I, I honestly no? don't. don't oh, know oh, excuse an e- me. E-book. Oh, excuse me. It's an ebook. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all the e formats. Um, Kobo, okay. which I'm a big lover of Kobo mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I. Um, I do actually sometimes. Mostly, I still buy my books, but I actually purchase my eBooks mm-hmm. for my iPad mm-hmm. on Kobo. Kobo. And I the never reason heard of I Kobo do is that how is that spelled? K O B O dot com. Okay. Um, they are a little bit. Sometimes tend to be a little bit more than Amazon. But here's the reason I do it. I can link my Kobo account mm-hmm. to my independent bookstore, oh. so that every time I purchase an eBook. My independent bookstore that I very much want to stay in business gets a little cut. Oh, nice. So I think that's great because, nice. you know, you know, you and I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. How many local quilt shops have we lost in this mm-hmm. in my area? Well, I'm not going to have to one, drive. There's another one that's closing in, oh, in our area. I don't even want to yeah, know. Yeah, you, I'll tell you later. All right. But. I, I, I have now have to drive more. We'll have to drive more than an hour to. You be can to always come here. Well, that's true. <laughs> but you're still 45 minutes. From true. Me. No, I know. I know. But I'm just saying, you know, if you want a place to buy fabric and if you want a place to buy books, support your. You've got to support those places, and it doesn't mean that you, you know, can't right. do something, but right. you sh- a portion of your business. So, so if they go on to, so they you could do Kobo, Kobo, Amazon, you know, wherever it is you, you get, get your e-book. e-books, you can find my books. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, that's good to know because yeah. a lot of people now have turned to e-readers. Yes. Because they don't have place to store their books or right. whatever the case. Although, yes. No, I, I do, and I do understand that people should read however they want. But I don't know. You know, when people say I don't have a spot, I mean, everyone had a place to store their books before. Houses aren't getting, well, <laughs> right. sometimes houses right. are getting small. Right. Right. But, you know, people sometimes say, oh, well, how do you want too. us to read I want people to read how they want to well, read. How they feel most right. comfortable. But right. I do want bookstores and quilt shops to have a future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And and your books are also available in quilt shops too. Quilt shops too. Sometimes some they are. Quilt, some not not all quilt shops carry right. them, but but you may be able to find Marie's books at some quilt shops as well. That is possible. So, um okay. So, we're going back. back we're back, going back. 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 She's st- okay, oh, so the excerpt. You know what? You're starting to use your hands. <laughs> yes. She's whacking me with her I am, and so yes, we were talking about that earlier. I use my hands to talk. You can't see that because uh, we're not doing a video no, podcast. Trust me, but. she just about whacked me in the head. <laughs> anyway, so back to the excerpt you read to me, which was which was funny, and I could totally, you know, get the whole visualization of it. So yeah. kind of do the abbreviated version for yes, our, our I listeners. Have to do, well, um, Ivy, who's kind of at that point, you know, I think it is so hard. Uh, it's always been hard, but I think it's harder even more now than ever. Um, to know, like, where do, if you're single, where, how do you meet someone? Mm-hmm. So Ivy has kind of 
bitten the bullet, very anxious and nervous, but has gone to a speed dating event at a coffee house called Drip. Which I just adore that name, Drip. <laughs> Drip. <laughs> so she's on these, she's doing this sort of speed dating, yeah. six minute mini dates. And um, it is one, it, it's a scene that I sort of enjoy and I suspect I'll be reading sections of it when I, when I go out on tour. I think um, you should. I, I don't think you should hold that one back. No, I think that <laughs> one's pretty fun. Um, but the first, her first date is a man and he sits down and he is going on about, and, and, and he's, you know, living at home and his last job was the summer before as a camp counselor and all of these things. And she finally says, you know, how old are you? And he says, I'm 26. And she kind of looks at him. He says, okay, well, 21. Well, almost 21. You know, I will be. Yeah. But then he says, but that's okay. I don't mind dating a cougar. You're almost 30, right? So then the next a cougar, one, I can't. The definition of a cougar as being 30 is just hysterical, well, too. Well, if, if, but the, yeah, if, if the you're guy 21, is 20, you know, true. He's, he's not even 20. Or not even 20. So then yeah. the next yeah. guy is this way much older yeah. guy who's kind of, you know, kind of creepy, honestly. Yeah. And um, he is talking about stuff that she really doesn't want to hear about. But then uh, one of his lines is is like, well, you know, that's all right. What are you, like 30? That's okay. I don't mind dating a woman who's a little past her prime. <laughs> so poor Ivy, she's been a cougar. She's past her prime. And then the third guy comes along who's about her age and seems like a nice guy. And she, you know, he, she's not, he's not her soulmate, but he's a nice fellow. He's like a, a movie theater assistant manager, and he's studying to be a, a certified personal trainer. And he sit, talks to her all about, you know, hemp protein powder and yep. things like this. Um, and she knows that he's not the right one, but she did pick up some tips on her, you know, exercises for her flabby abdominals. Because as he says, you know, gee, at 30, she's really too young to be letting herself go like this. <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter how old you are. You just can't get you a can't, break. Yeah, you can't get a break. No, no. But I think I, 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 the whole concept, too, of the her going to this speed dating thing and it just it's I, I find it kind of hysterical. It's kind yeah, of it's the speed dating that yeah. is, as she said, the longest 18 minutes of her life. Right. I would imagine it would probably have been the longest 18 minutes of my life. If uh -huh. I, thank God we don't have to do that. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, my goodness. Yes, I you am. know. <laughs> So anyway, so in the book, A Part of the Seams, um, we know we've got Gala and Ivy, who mm -hmm. are, you know, two, two different people. Um, and, and Gala's dealing with um, one thing on her own that none of us really, you know, want to be dealing with something right. like that. Uh, so yep. kind of fast forward us a little bit, but without, without giving away like and the endings or anything too much what's yes, going to be too happening. much exactly well i mean gala and her husband really you know in the face of infidelity they really ha you remember that old what was the magazine that always had you know can this marriage be saved mm. and that's the question they're dealing with can this marriage be saved mm -hmm. um their kids are grown you know with, uh, is it possible for this horrible betrayal that Gala has suffered, can she really move on from this? Mm -hmm. Can her marriage be what it was? Um, so they've got to examine that, and and they spend some time apart, but they also spend some time um, dating, which seems odd after all of those years of yep. marriage. But, you know, I think a lot of times, you've been married a long time, mm -hmm. I've been married a long time, 
you can start to, you can live with a person every day of your life and not really know them mm-hmm. because we change. And especially I think as our kids, you know, we're all yep. wrapped up in work and kids and busy and all this stuff. And you're so busy just trying to keep up with the basics of life that it is really easy to sort of put off spending time and and kind of continually keeping up on your marriage partner mm-hmm. because you just assume that they'll always be there. Yeah. And you intend to get yeah. to it. You sure. really do. Oh, but, yeah. you know, it, it. the tyranny of the urgent mm-hmm. gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And every day we're all feeling dealing with a bunch of stuff that masquerades as yeah. being urgent. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, I think that's why she was surprised. She thought everything, you know, she, she probably thought, was in that, in that mode, just like you described, you know, everything's good. Yes. She I, thought everything was fine, you know. And I think one of the biggest things in this memo that, you know, the memo, I mean, the yeah. idea that you find this right. out in a memo is pretty yeah. horrible. Right. Um, but that she, you know, he says in the memo that he's unhappy and it's obvious that she is too. Right. And and which is, it's ironic in a way because I, he's thinking one thing and she's thinking another and... But how does know, he know for sure well, if she's unhappy? But know? I think as know? Gayla starts to look at her life, mm-hmm. she realizes she really wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. What she was was happy enough. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there are times when we just are doing the best we can do. Exactly. Yep. But I think sometimes we settle for happy enough. Yep. And so, we could do better. So she needs to, She needs as she looks at her life, she needs to make a decision. Yes, yes. And without giving too much away, things things end up well in I a think way it, it in a way a, that she's happy. I always in make a way sure that, that there is a satisfying ending. I did. I not, like that word satisfying. It's going to be a satisfying ending. You know, I um, even when difficult things happen in my books, I always end on a hopeful note because. Gosh, I didn't want to grow up and write books to make people depressed. Uh, so you know, which you're, is a you're, good thing. You're gonna have to, kids. You're gonna have to buy the book yes. to find out what happens. Yes, or yes, yes, yes. Read the book. Yes, definitely read the book. Read the book. Um, so here, here comes the next question. So since this book took two years for you to write, you're already writing your next one. Yes. All right. Yes. So is it going to come out two years from now or next year? No, it will come out next year. Um, Well, actually, it looks like that one will be out in late March. I am Mm -hmm. still writing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and it's going to be a standalone novel. It is. Okay. It's going to be set in Wisconsin. Oh, Okay, so is is it is it is, so it's not part of the Cobble Court series. Does it have part, anything to do with it, or not at all? No, okay. it's a completely standalone book. I'm okay. really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm loving getting to know some brand new characters. Mm-hmm. There are some great characters in this book. I don't want to go into it now right. because it's right. giving sure. too much it's away. Sure, it's very early too. It is. In the it is. Process. Well, I'm. You know, I'm about halfway done mm-hmm. with it, I would say. You haven't scrapped it four times. Until I now. have not had to scrap this. <laughs> I had to scrap the first early chapters mm-hmm. a few times mm-hmm. but but I really and I don't normally work that way mm-hmm. um, but this time I, I decided I was gonna get that you know first three or four chapters down so mm-hmm. clearly and mm-hmm. really understand the direction I was mm-hmm. going and 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 that's been good good yeah. I'm looking forward to that one too so there'll be a podcast next year on on that Yay. book too when <laughs> when that comes out so that'll be that'll be good that is exciting to know that you're still producing oh uh yes because it's my only skill set <laughs> yeah so no actually no it's not 
Uh, Marie, and I don't know if we can say, can we say anything about what's in the bag over here? We can, well, I want to talk about Quiltapalooza. Yes, please. Let's talk about it. Um, so listen, you should get on my website, kitties. Tell them the website. Which is www.mariebostwick.com. By the way, Bostwick is spelled B-O-S-T-W-I-C-K, mariebostwick.com. And then if you look on there, there's a, a two things you might want to click. One on the pull down, one of the pull down menus, it's going to say Quiltapalooza. Yep. And on the other, it'll say appearances. And that's where my calendar yep. is. Yep. Um, I am in just a few days, I'm going to be setting off on the road first to see my brand new granddaughter briefly. Um, but then I'm off on tour. I'm going to be gone most of about nine weeks, and I'm going to be in 14 states. I counted them up. 14? How far out west are you going? Uh, I'm going as far as Colorado. And south? How far? South, I'm going as far as Virginia, okay. um, but I've also got stops. I I'm going to be in Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, uh, oh, Texas, Arkansas, oh, okay. um, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Maryland, Virginia, Colorado. I think I've covered them all, but I may not yeah, have. Yeah. In any case, they're, check all on the web, on there. they're on the website. So we're doing something really yeah. fun this tour. You know, mm -hmm. book signings, I think people can be a little bit intimidated mm -hmm. by them, and they don't really always, if you haven't gone, you don't know what it's about, mm -hmm. and yeah. it doesn't sound like yeah. that much fun. Yeah. Um, not my book signings. That is not the way it is. We are, in fact, calling this new tour, it is called the Marie Bostwick Cobbled Court Quiltapalooza Book Bash Roadshow. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Say that like three times yeah. fast, yes. right? Yes, and the tagline yes. for it is not your mother's book signing. It yeah. is much more of a show yeah. than a book signing. Good. It is going to be Good. so much fun. There are going to be prizes. Um, there are going to be little goodies from some of my sponsors, Aurifil Thread. Mm. And love Aurifil Thread. Love me some Aurifil Thread and Cherrywood Fabrics. Love, love, love Cherrywood Fabrics. <laughs> yes, and what Jackie was referring to is that I have just, I've done an exclusive de, uh, quilt design a wall hanging for cherry wood with some gorgeous cherry wood fabric it is it is really really a cute little design that marie did at the quilt she did all the quilting herself yes too. Yay! which I, you know yeah. i normally don't like yep. to do but yep. i did it um and so we've got that there's going to be we're going to have some games and i want you all come come prepared to have fun when you come to this one of the games we're going to be starting with is the cobbled court trivia challenge oh wow yes people will get two volunteers from the audience to compete sort of like cobble court jeopardy yep. and wakes up we'll beep in with bicycle horns instead <laughs> of um, and there will be prizes for yes. that and i've had some great prizes donated by jody davis has been nice. one of my sponsors nice. and studio 180 design nice. dub tucker yep. so yep. lots of good things there and then we're having and everybody can participate in this the ugly fabric fashion throwdown <laughs> <laughs> so bring your ugliest fabric to yep. compete for this. Somebody's going to win the title. It's yep. going to be very exciting. Yep. Um, and then we're going to, of course, you know, I'll sign books and I'm going to tell some stories and, and uh, jokes and possibly some lies. Yep. I, I would say there's probably definitely going to be some lies mm -hmm. in there. And then the other thing that's fun about this, too, is I have got three amazing prizes that are going to be available in we're calling it the uh, the, the, the the Book Bash Roadshow giveaway. Mm -hmm. um, one and only people who go to one of those events, and there's 17 of them across mm -hmm. the country, can enter this. But the package with the top prize is includes a new sewing machine, 
Nice. A nice Janome Magnolia. Wow. Um, wow, and there's, so there's three prizes. Um, and I, it's, I think the first prize package is worth about 750 wow. and 250 and 100. That's so pretty amazing. It's books, it's quilty stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. That so. sounds like a lot of fun. And I, I have to tell you firsthand and not, not because I'm biased and I love Marie. She's fabulous. Um, if you have never gone to see Marie speak or I, I mean, just even just, to, just to see her speak. You will absolutely. Um, she 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 keeps you spellbound. She she does. <laughs> so um, it, it is it is it's a wonderful thing. Plus, with all the uh, the fun stuff you're going to have going on too, that's just going to even add a little more oomph. It's really home. going. It's going to be a great yeah. party. Yep, and yeah. that's Sounds what I like want it. it to be. It's going to be a great party. Oh, I do want to tell people one thing though, because if you haven't been to a book signing before, you mm -hmm. might not know this. Now, if you come to the Quilta Palooza Book Bash, and I do hope you will, it is mm -hmm. going to be so much fun. Um, you you need to get the book from the the shop that is mm -hmm. sponsoring that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can't like get a book at Amazon and, and bring, bring it, it in, in for me to sign there because of course they're going to a lot of trouble so, and effort. Sure, absolutely. So it's only fair. Now, sometimes if you have old books at home, the shop may let you let me sign the old books if you have bought at least one copy of the new book from, from them, them, but you really must check with the shop. They're all yeah. gonna have their own policies. Um, and you should check because some spots, some places that I'm going, you're going to need to perhaps get an advance ticket, things like that. So okay. you should and check. And they're all with, listed on your site. If you get on the, first of all, go to the Quiltapalooza section. You can kind of see what's yep. going on. Um, and then, and it'll list the, the cities. Oh, I need to update one thing though. I'm so glad we had this. <laughs> and then if you go to the appearances section on my calendar. Yes. They will see you, you if you click on the individual dates. It's going to give you all the Everything. information. You know the websites, the phone numbers, the addresses, yeah. and the okay. times. Good, good. Now, are they all at bookshops or some at quilt shops? Or they are almost all at bookstores. Okay. There's a couple of quilt shops, but not many. Okay. Um, okay. Because we're really, you know, I I want to get people into to bookstores, but um, I will be in. Uh, let me think. I will be in the Cotton Cupboard in Bangor, Maine. I will be mm -hmm. the City Quilter yeah, in, in New York, York, which actually okay. the book opens in the City Quilter. Yeah, so that, yeah, I had to do that, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be at Traditions at the White Swan in Hagerstown, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think, oh, and I'm going to be at Harriet's Treadle Arts in Wheat Ridge, Colorado, which okay. is the Denver area. Good. Okay. So, but the rest of them are all uh, are all bookstores. It sounds like a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot so, of fun. Um Will you be doing another one at any time this year, other than coming up these these dates that are coming up? Will you be doing another book tour similar to this? At, no, no, this is it. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, this is going to be. I, I was looking tiring. It's going to be tiring. It's going to be tiring. There's just yeah. no two ways about it. I am doing some other types of events though. Right. I'm appearing at some quilt shows. Um, I'm doing a tea somewhere. Oh, I'm actually going to be at Gruber's Quilt Shop in. Um, in Minnesota, mm -hmm. which is is a Wait Park, which I guess is right mm -hmm. near St. Cloud, mm -hmm. right? They have a big like jazz party. It sounds like mm -hmm. so much fun. It goes till midnight. That coincides with the opening of the Minnesota Quilters Guild mm -hmm. show, which yeah. is a big, big right. show. It is a big show, right? So I'm going to be doing that, and so there's other dates too. So, but the but the the Quiltapalooza dates, it's going to yeah. say what those okay, are. Okay, gotcha. So if you can't make it to the Quiltapalooza, look on your calendar or event section. 
for other dates where you're going to be throughout the year. Yes, um, but most of my dates are going to be in late April, um, and then oh, you know where I am going to be? I'm going to be at Paducah. Oh, okay. So I'll be at Paducah on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday um, of the show. I won't be there for Saturday. I have another thing, but I'll be signing at the Craftsman's Touch okay, booth, and I will be there probably most of the day except for little breaks because, okay. you know, a girl's got to go yeah. when a girl's got to oh, go. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yep. And you also have to get something to, to eat, eat to sustain yourself. This is true. So I'm sure there'll be lots of food available. Well, sometimes, too, uh, after talking to people, you just need to sit quietly you do. for a few minutes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Well, this has been fabulous. So um, I, I always love sitting down and chatting with you for a podcast. But before we, we sign off here, um, we're going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be doing a little giveaway on my blog in relation to this particular podcast. Um, we are going to be giving away one of Marie's newest books a yes. part of the seams and she has autographed it too and this is an advanced reader copy so um it's not the actual finished book it's an yeah. early copy so they can actually even have that as they can have it a little ahead of time yeah. so yeah so you need to and now for those of you who who haven't been following me my whole website was redone and updated my blog is now it's different it's on um it's on the website um, you just have to go to cvquiltworks.com and click on blog, and you will see that information there. I will have links directly to Marie's site as well so that you can go and explore Marie's site and see where she's going to be at. And can I just say one more thing? I yes. almost forgot. This is going to be so much fun. This is going to be sort of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm very excited about it. I'm going to be co-hosting a television show in Dallas, Texas on oh, April really? 28th. It's called The Broadcast. Mm -hmm. And I think it's KTXDTV. Mm -hmm. I don't know the channels. I'm sure it's mm -hmm. different on people's. Mm -hmm. But it's a two-hour program that's sort of like The View. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be the co-host that really? day in, in Dallas. It's going to be a hoot. Really? And I wonder, will can we actually, be able to watch online or no? They will be able to watch online. So that'll be really fun. And then that night, I'm doing an event um, in Grapevine, Texas at the Books A Million there, which is also yeah. Dallas yeah. area. But I am... Um, I'm kind of excited about I it. I would be too. You need to make sure that you make that link available on yes, your website. Yes, I will be when I when I have it. Um, I think that will be totally fun to watch. And I'll certainly have it on my Facebook fan yeah. page too yeah. Uh, yeah. when, when oh, we're yes. getting closer. Yes. So, um, and my fan page is different than my personal profile. The fan page always has a picture of a book. Well, That's you, the page you yeah, want to follow me well, on. Well, if they and they can link to your fan page though from your website, yes, correct? They can so do if that they too. if they click on the social media icon, they'll go right to the right. fan page where I am. Okay. I, you'll find me there yeah. every every day. Yeah, yeah. So definitely that that will be something to look for. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be yeah. really fun. So good, uh, excellent. Well, you guys have gotten uh, quite a lot of information today <laughs> yes. from Marie. So you might need to go back and re-listen to some of this, but uh, I really appreciate you coming today. We were supposed to meet last week, I have to say. Okay. Marie, and, Marie and I are right. both, we are both um, not very good at the calendar thing. No. So <laughs> we, that's why the the, the, blog, or the um, podcast is a little delayed. So we're not real real good at keeping okay, let's calendar just say, things. Uh, we were supposed to record this last Wednesday at 11 a.m. And I, it was my turn to come to Jackie's house. 
And um, at about 11, I sent her a little Facebook message saying, what day are we supposed to meet? And she was like, today. I said, really? What time? She said, now. now. I went, uh-oh. But to be fair, yeah. the last time... Was yes, I okay. know. That was me. That so was the last me time, time we were supposed to... I was sitting in Jackie's driveway mm-hmm. and no Jackie, and she was at the Getting hairdresser. Getting my hair cut yeah. and colored and... She sent me a message. She says, uh, where are you? And I'm like, mm, Mom, get my hair cut. Why? Where are you? She's in, in your, your driveway. driveway. <laughs> so we've had a few mishaps. But every time I've had to come over to your house, I've come over the right time. Okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do it at my house next time. That's true. All right. Go we ahead. should. So anyway. But everybody needs to go to mariebostwick.com uh, to check out all of her goodies that she's got on there. She's got a lot of good stuff too, by the way. So you just have to really explore her site, see where she's going to be at. Then you need to come to my site, cvquiltworks.com and click on blog so that you can enter the giveaway. The giveaway won't be open for very long. So if you're listening to this podcast uh, in April of 2015, you've missed the giveaway. So just so you know, you've missed the giveaway. But if you're listening to it in April of 2014, within the next week or two, you're probably going to get the giveaway. So make sure you go there. You can, you'll find out about it on my blog. You'll find out about it on my Facebook page as well. It will be going up there. Any social media that I have, Facebook, Pinterest, you'll find out about the giveaway through the social media. So... Make sure you stop by both of our sites. Please do. Check us out. And um, we hope that you have enjoyed this podcast and come back again for episode number 45 because now I'm back. You so. should have a party for 50. I don't yeah. know. Oh, maybe we could. You should do I something. Should. Yes. Something. There should be balloons. Maybe I can have some kind of quiltapalooza. You well, although quiltapalooza. they won't see the balloons, though. Yeah, but you but would. It's all part of the atmosphere. Yeah, true. You know what? I can put the balloons on my corks popping. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. So maybe we'll do that. Thank you, Marie. Sure, anytime. (laughs) Anyway, everybody, um, uh, I hope you have a wonderful week, and I thank Marie for coming in. Visit us, and happy quilting. (laughs) 